I talk about getting it done. I mean, there's all this talk about quiet quitting. <laughs> I mean, and so I we, we just wanted to talk about it some more. And it, I have my thoughts. But I wanted to bring in Julie Bauke from the Bauke Group here to talk about it. Julie, how are you doing? Good morning. Great. So how do you define it, quiet quitting? So it, it's, it's one of those things that it's a really misleading title. There's a little clickbaitiness there, I think, a little bit. It doesn't, because when you say it, it sounds like I just decided to not show up and not tell anyone. But you really aren't quitting. What you're really doing in, in this term is you are setting boundaries around what you will do and what you won't do. So, for instance, if I work in a department of four people and there are two openings out of the four, so there's two of us that are in many cases in many organizations being expected to do four jobs. And that's not sustainable. And instead of continuing to try and drive ourselves nuts and work 60 to 70 hours a week to try to keep the ship afloat, some people are saying, I'm not going to do that. You know, I value other parts of my life as much as I do and more than I do my work life. And so I'm going to put those boundaries up. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to do it well. But I'm also not going to, you know, kill myself here because there aren't, there aren't, um, there aren't rewards to it. You know, people feel like, you know, it's become expected that I do way more than the job I signed up for. And so it's, it's really about boundaries. It's interesting how you characterize it because that's sort of like, you know, and it, you have no skin in the game. But like from a talking point standpoint, you talk about setting up boundaries and, and so on where the other side defines it as doing the minimum. Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously, there's a million different interpretations. And, you know, I, I think the risk with doing the minimum is that you know, we're still in, there are still um, patches of layoffs going on. And if you're going to do the minimum, in other words, you know, and again, that's such a vague term, I think you risk being one of the people on the layoff list if that happens in your organization. And so it's finding that line between doing what's expected of me doing it well. Some people might say that's the minimum. Um, others might say the minimum is getting away with whatever you can. So you have to decide, is this a job? Do you want to keep this job? And if so, it is worth it to do what you've been asked to do and do it really, really well. Make yourself as indispensable as you can. Um, but if you really don't care, you're like, yeah, you know, if they put together a layoff list, I'm going to put up my hand. Right. You know, then you know you have to decide. But I think you know, at, from in the long run, that's sort of kind of slacking off and you know being available, sort of, and just you know the phoning it in. It's not a good place to get into. It's not a good habit to get into for the health of your career long run. In the long run, sure, so you have to be careful. Yeah, Julie Bauke uh, from the Bauke Group joining us here on Brian and Company and WTIC News Talk 1080. What's interesting to me is that's sort of what's always at play in the workplace. And I think Americans especially like this become more of a stress on work-life balance. And, you know, some people aren't in jobs where you have to be the most ambitious person. Why are we all of a sudden talking about this more? Did the pandemic bring this on? Or like, what? What? why is this, like, is it because it's such a cl clickable story that all of a sudden people are talking about it? <laughs> that's certainly part of it. I think there's that's part of it. Also, uh, the pandemic, absolutely caused people to think harder about how much time they were putting in at work and what was suffering as a result. Could be relationships, could be family time, could be your health. And so the downside of 
spending because before the pandemic, we had still we had a talent shortage. So this has been going on for a while. And so after a while, you say, okay, what what am I? What is the what, what's my return on this? And it's probably not great. What happens in organizations? And I guarantee you, there's going to be many of your listeners who are nodding along. When you are the person who does a great job, all you get is more work. And then on top of that, we have the way the younger generations look at work. Now, I'm a boomer, and we were we did what we were told. And if that meant we had to give up spending time with our kids and families, it's what we did. And the younger generations have said, mm, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, and so we've got this situation now. When you look at Gen Z, that in 2022, Gen Z, their ages are 10 to 25. So we only have a handful of Gen Z already in the workplace. By the time we get to 2030, only 1% of the workforce is going to be boomers. And so we're going to have this, we're going to have sort of this massive relook at how work fits into, into our overall lives. And so I think that's part of it too. You know, the, these, what's interesting as a career coach, this, this, um, millennial, these millennials and Gen Z who say, you know what? I, I want to work to live. I don't want to live to work. Well, that kind of philosophy really, when, then when I look at the other end, I look at people, you know, that are Gen X and, um, boomers. They're looking at that going, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because as you get older, you have a different perspective. So some of the older people are actually adopting right. what the younger generations have been bold enough to say out loud. Well, it's interesting because, you know, for me, things have slowed down a little bit and I feel sometimes guilty about it. But I'm curious, you talk about that transition in the workforce. And my question is, what is your sense? Will productivity in America go down? You know... It, it might, but let's, let's, so, so let's look at during the pandemic. So people were working from home. They had more time um, to do, just when you take commute time off, uh, people had more time. And what we saw, there was a lot of research done around this during and post-pandemic, and people's productivity went up and their happiness went up because they had flexibility. So now you've got, and, and so when you give people the ability and the space and treat them like adults and give them the space to get the work done on their terms and in their way, to some extent, I mean, there's boundaries around that, of course, they are happier and therefore they will be uh, generally more engaged and more productive. Hmm. And if you have people who aren't, you will always have those people who are trying to you know, game the system. You have to take care of those on a one-off, and those people don't belong in your organization. I believe that you know, people have been asking, really begging, even my generation has been asking for decades for the ability to manage our lives and to have some control over how and where we get the work done. And we're saying we're going to get the work done. And all the studies during the pandemic showed that we did get the work done. So now you've got these companies um, Goldman Sachs has probably been the most obvious about it, the most, you know, pound my fist on the desk about it, saying, no, we're taking everything back to the way it was. And that is, that is, that's an interesting experiment hmm. because they are going to lose people without a doubt. Even he, I mean, there for a year or two. I hmm? bet, well, I was just going to say the brand is so strong and people aspire yeah. to work there that yeah. they probably, yeah. the yield will be better than, than most companies yeah. that, that do yeah. that. Yeah, and that's, but you know, Elon Musk, 
you know, he apparently believed he had a really strong brand with Tesla and SpaceX because he did that, and they lost a ton of people. Interesting. They started getting picked off by other companies. Interesting. Listen, so, Julie, we're out, we're out of time, unfortunately. All right. I do enjoy our conversation, so we really appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. And the insight, Julie Bauke from the Bauke Group joining us Take here. Take care. Take care.